0: All of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch, and I looked, and it was this big, hairy something.
1: It was the weirdest feeling, and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me, and nobody believed me.
0: She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghost sister. The ghost are up there.
2: So that is my ghost story.
3: Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the Ghost Story Podcast featuring stories from the people who actually experience them. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. So, you know, we always ask for stories from people from all over the world. Yes. And we actually got one from Hawaii last week. Right. From Carrie, this haunted doll story. Amazing. And we we just got to jump into this immediately <laughs> because one of the worst things you can do to yourself, like on a Thursday night, right before you go to bed, is Googling possessed or haunted <laughs> dolls on the internet. Like, do not do that. <laughs> (laughs) no I don't recommend it I I found this okay I didn't find the video I found evidence of a video yes of this woman in Mexico who was like walking down the street with a doll Mm -hmm. and the story was that the doll was possessed and would only walk with her so which is a load of crap the the reality is wait hold on (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it is I watched
4: this video on YouTube you saw it you found it yes I found it and that doll is fluid there is no and if that Mm -hmm. thing was built in the 70s it was it does not look robotic at all. That doll looks like it is straight up
3: moving. Is no, there, the
4: joints aren't like well, going, a, it's
3: They're walking dolls. There are these walking dolls what? that were made like in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah. But that's the thing, like everywhere that I was looking, they had to take the video down because people were like pooping their pants Well, yeah,
4: it. I would because it, I, it's happening. That doll is actually moving. Right.
3: <laughs> but it's like, so that there is. No, it's too static for the time era. <laughs> this doll was straight up like flowing with that lady. And the reality is, is in Carrie's story, according to her dad, the mm-hmm doll was walking towards him and saying his name right (laughs) so so that does not account for the talking but anyhow last week when we finished up um and we were talking about carrie's doll story rebecca told like the greatest doll story i have ever ever heard. So you have to tell it. I don't know that it's
4: the greatest doll story ever. And it's more funny than creepy than anything else. So I actually used to be an intern on a soap opera called Passions. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? I do. So one of the story themes was about a witch and her doll, Timmy. And the doll would come to life, and it was played by a real boy. But when they used the doll on camera, it had to look exactly like him, which it did. Right. So while I was working there, this doll would literally appear... (laughs) out of nowhere like in like you'd go open the prize closet to grab some passion's t-shirts and flipping timmy would like become an atcha <laughs> from the top shelf <laughs> And you wouldn't move it, okay? So I don't know who was moving this dang doll, but people would move it all around the office. So you would just open a drawer somewhere, and Timmy would fall out. Would people just scream? Just randomly scream? So that's how you knew it was Timmy. Because you'd hear somebody (laughs) screaming from way off in the distance, and it'd be like, Timmy strikes again. Timmy strikes again! And here's an extra level of the creepiness, is that when they killed off Timmy's character on the show Passions, he died the very same day in real life. Are you
3: serious? Yes. Is that not nuts? So are we sure that the doll, just that Timmy wasn't legit haunted?
4: Timmy could have legit been haunted. I don't know. I, I'm almost too scared to think, what if it wasn't somebody playing a prank? The only reason I know
3: passions is because of this stupid Timmy doll story. I, that's what I'm saying, because everybody only knows reason. it.
4: And I'm, this thing was like, oh, I don't know, four feet tall. It was just like his actual body weight and, you
3: know, felt like a Ooh, like a human body. Yes. Just oh, oh. like a
4: dead body popping out at
3: you from the closet. Okay, okay, so thank you. Thank you, Carrie, from Hawaii for launching (laughs) us into this nightmare. But why don't you give the email address real quick?
4: Yes, please email us your ghost stories at hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. We'll accept voice memos, emails. Anything! Yeah, and we might call you. Yeah,
3: we really need stories right now, so please send them. And uh, we actually got one from a guy named Nate, from Nathan Lee from the Big Fat Geek Podcast. Yeah. Okay, so he sent us some audio not long ago, and uh, I just want to emphasize real quick, we're not a UFO podcast. But we make exceptions. If it's a scary story, yeah. then we're all about it. Of course. It. Okay, so this is Nate's story.
5: So this story took place when I was in elementary school, I would say probably second or third grade. Um, we moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, about 79, and we were there till about 1984, the house we lived in was a, just a ranch-style single-story, um, but the property it was on, it was about an acre and a half. The property was very wooded. Um, what happened that night uh, occurred, you know, right after I'd gone to bed, I'd probably been in bed an hour, so I hadn't fallen asleep, I know that for certain. I was laying there in bed and suddenly I sat up because there was this sound outside my window. And when I say outside my window, I mean directly Outside my window as if it was right up against the pane, almost up against the pane. It was that loud and it was really high off the ground. I mean, we're we're talking you couldn't look in it if you were standing flat on the ground. And so the sound is outside the window and it was an electronic. I want to say electronic because it was nothing I'd ever heard before. Maybe uh, almost like it was coming from a machine and it was a pulsing, uh, repeating sound, and again, extremely loud. In fact, I'm really shocked to this day that I was the only one that heard it. In fact, I called out to my mother, and uh, she said, I I never heard you, I never heard any sound. My brother never heard a sound, but this sound, it, it went on for about two to three minutes, maybe a little bit less than that, and I remember that it would speed up, and it gradually sped up, and the pitch got higher and higher and higher until it peaked. Then it, you know, it kind of dropped back down in speed and, and pitch and got lower until it eventually it stopped. But I remember just laying there in bed you know, yelling for help, yelling for my mother to say, you know, is that you? Are you doing something? Is that on the television? And and not hearing any response from her, not even really hearing anything uh, uh, from the living room at all, hearing the TV, it, it very obviously was not coming from there. I just remember thinking to myself, okay, this is, this is a UFO. What's going to happen? Something's going to come through the window. But there was never anything on the other side of the window. There was never a light. There was never a shape. There was just, this noise um, just right up against the glass. Never heard it again, never experienced anything like that again, but it is firmly burned into my memory. And you know, talked to my mother the next morning. She said, Never heard you cry out, never heard you yell, never heard you call for me. And I was s- screaming. So, that's my story.
3: Okay, if this was me telling the story, mm-hmm. we could all safely assume that it was my sister pranking me. Like, she would have somehow had, like, wires and cables, some sort of weird audio box or something just messing with me. Man, your sister's hard. She's harsh. She's. Oh, I will tell you stories. We need to get cocktails again, and I'll tell you about what she did for my 10th birthday that, like, ruined me and 10 other little girls in Burlington, North Carolina. Is she
4: older than you? Yeah, That's she is. That's my Mean she's older sister. Mean. She
3: could be so mean. But so here's the thing with Nate story just for kicks after listening to this i googled alien sounds in charlotte north carolina okay
4: so i love that already (laughs) because i really i need to hear it
3: you would not believe how much stuff pops up And, and not just audio video stories specifically around charlotte north carolina so here's a little sample of some of the audio i found Like, that's like some apocalypse sounding I stuff I don't like right? that at all yeah it's not at noon no. it's not a circling tornado alarm it's like impending doom oh yeah and this is just a, a small example like there were other ones that had a, a very much more like like trumpet sound, no. you know, like no. the horsemen are going to come riding That's in. That's what this sounds like to me. Yeah, and there are so many examples of this. A ton in Charlotte, but if you just Google these alien sounds, all right, you, you can turn it down now.
4: <laughs> did you run any of those? Did you run this by I Nate? I
3: did. I sent it to, to Nate. Yeah. Then Nate just fell down the rabbit hole of listening to all of this audio. To find
4: the one that sounded most like what his experience yes, was. Yes, <laughs> exactly. He never found
3: anything that he felt exactly replicated it, but yeah. he did find he said, if you layered some of it on top of each other. Oh, like a
4: white noise kind of thing, too. Then it
3: might, then that might be it. But yeah, so he was fascinated digging through all this stuff, too. So I don't know what it is about Charlotte. There is like an Air Force base nearby, and a lot of the stuff was explained away by the Air Force base. Uh, which is Like soon-
4: Roswell?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's the thing. Anytime you start reading the comments on it, there's always a naysayer who's like, guys, y'all are so stupid. <laughs> it's clearly like skydiving drivers (laughs) holding flares. There's always that one. Shut up. That's what that sounds like. I don't think so at
4: all. So just for
3: kicks, go and Google alien sounds or UFOs (laughs) in Charlotte, North Carolina, but don't do it before you go to bed. So we actually took the podcast on the road this weekend. Yes, we did. And we were like hobnobbing with a celebrity. So Rebecca, I'm going to let you do the introductions because we are out on a Sunday afternoon having cocktails with an awesome dude because of you. So please
2: (laughs)
4: tell us about this
3: wonderful man. (laughs) So this
4: This is David Park, and what do we call you? Do we call you, like, local... Local gone Hollywood, or I don't know,
0: but
3: not just Hollywood because he's like Canadian stardom too with the, True, Super, Trooper
0: with the Troopers Super Troopers guys. True, Super Troopers too, yeah. yeah. And coming up, uh, coming up later this month, actually, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, this this week, in fact, Tacoma FD on True TV. Heck yeah, with Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy from Super Troopers. Yes, and Woo! Broken Blizzard.
4: I'm pretty pumped about this show. I, I know it's really I, good.
0: I am as well. Tacoma FD is uh, is. Premiering on True TV this month, uh, and yeah, I'm in the back on. few episodes uh, playing an EMT.
3: And you have a few other things coming up. Yeah, on, like things, um, Like the. Uh, Hell
0: Den, uh, yeah. Yes. Hell Den is an animated show with my comedy group, Dr. God, one of my comedy groups. Um, we have a movie that's streaming online right now called Bloodsucking Bastards, which is how I met Great you. Great
4: movie! Thank you. That's actually how I met you. David. Uh,
0: It is streaming. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on iTunes. Uh, I've got Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones, Narcos, and the upcoming Star Wars The Mandalorian series. And oh, this Saturday, sorry. (laughs) One more thing.
3: More stuff because he's awesome.
0: This this Saturday, go on drgodcomedy.com. We have a live show coming up with Rachel. Lefevre. No,
4: we don't know how to pronounce her. Name. Yeah,
0: I do. I just said it the right Vita, way. Vita, Vita, L- uh, the at Rural the Pack Theater on Saturday at 9 p.m. at Santa Monica Boulevard, just off Cahuenga. If Check only out Dr. Had God We do have listeners Comedy. in
3: California. We do have listeners in California. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like driving distance to that, but yeah, hey, they or drive be. on out, you know, <laughs> drive on out, take do or, it,
0: take a road trip. But I, since
3: this is haunted AF, David is with us because he has a ghost story.
0: Yes, this starts and ends in Los Angeles uh, a few years back. I had a friend We became more than friends We started dating Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mention her name But she probably wouldn't mind if I did Because, you know, we're we're still
4: famous? Uh, Ooh, now I want to know I'm
0: not going to say one way or the other You're going to tell
4: us after, though, yeah? Sure (laughs)
0: Okay One night, I stayed over at her place we had uh you know
3: Done things. Y- yes. Things happened. <laughs> things
0: happened. People were not the
3: same no, afterwards. You got yeah,
0: it, But it wasn't the first time, nor would it, you know. Should, should we call her? Let's no, no. I was sitting there in, in 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 bed and I just suddenly felt this weird presence in the room, right?
4: Ooh.
0: And out of nowhere like I felt my body just completely sort of shut down. <gasps> I, and I woke up But I couldn't move Whatsoever And I I looked up And there was a thing On top of me Oh And there was like this, No There was there was this like um, Shadowy creature On no, top, top of you. me On top of Yeah really? On top Yes Like on, touching on, you Like just sitting on top Of, uh, of me On my chest so
3: wait, you, And you were naked At this point right Or do you have on clothes Yeah
0: close? No no I was naked Yeah Oh my god I mean under a sheet But still Yeah yeah but, but still yeah. You don't wanna Body was completely locked up So
3: wait Like you feel the weight of it
0: Yes. I feel the weight. I feel, like, insanely scared, terrified to the point of, like, I'm going to die. This thing is going to kill me. Oh my god! Then I look around the room and I see another shape. This one looked like it had, like, a hat on. What? what? It's, like, in the corner. And so I see, like, two shadowy figures. One, Well, one I see because it's on top of me, and then the other one's, like, looking at me and the other one... That's uh, on top of me And I just can't move And they're not doing anything to me They're just like on well, me Holding me down Pinning me down on the bed
3: <gasps>
0: This lasted for what felt like an absolute eternity So me. she's
3: next to you in bed asleep Yes Okay.
0: And I, I just Whoa. couldn't do anything I okay. thought I was going to die
3: If you had to yes, guess it, Is this something that's like 50 pounds, 100 pounds No, it felt
0: like 150 Like a human, human being oh my yeah.
3: God. Okay. Holy cow So what happens next?
4: We'll be right back.
0: Hello, nerds. Come listen to the History Nerds United podcast, and let's make history fun again. We interview today's best authors, whether they are established Pulitzer Prize winners or someone debuting their first book. Let us show you that history is not a boring class you took in high school, but a place where the best stories come from. And we don't just cover history. We also love to chat about true crime, biographies, memoirs, and so much more. So head on over to History Nerds United and let us introduce you to your new favorite book and learn the story behind the story. History Nerds United. Finally, like out of nowhere, like it it just sort of like broke and sort of ended and I kicked and I sort of kicked around and rides around. And um, I woke her up, and I sort of explained what happened. She's like, "Oh, well, we'll we could talk about it in the morning." And I was like, "I don't know." Why? No, You're you. know.
2: like, you,
4: "No,
3: no." <gasps> yeah, now.
0: Like, I started this story I just told you, and she said, "Was there another one?" Like, she finished it. <gasps> oh my she,
3: god, no! She just she, me the other one. She,
0: she, like, she picked up before I even like finished. You know the the, the, the story that there was another one in the room, and she said, "Yeah, those are two ghosts that have been following me ever since I moved here." No, they were were in my they were in my first like um, the first bungalow I rented with my first boyfriend out here, and they've been following me ever since. Oh my god! But don't worry, like they're just checking you out, you know. But I was. I was like, I, I'm sorry, but it didn't It didn't feel like they were harmless whatsoever, no. you know? Well,
3: if they were protective of her, then, of course, it's going to feel threatening to you and maybe yeah. not threatening to her. But I don't think you just go smother somebody if you're, not har- if you're no. harmless.
4: You don't go shit on knew, somebody's chest. But she
0: knew that there was, like, a second one before I said that. And so then, like, I'm freaked <gasps> uh,
3: out. Uh, I'm freaking
4: out, too. I'm completely awesome. freaked
0: out. So then I, I go to my doctor because, like, I'm just super nervous about the whole matter, right?
3: Well, yeah, because if they follow her, like, how do
4: you know they're not... I like that yeah. you went to a clinical straight-up doctor yeah. about figure oh. out yeah, the situation.
3: Yeah.
0: And he asked me a series of questions. He's like, okay, it's called sleep paralysis, and uh, get a new girlfriend.
3: Oh, <laughs> shut up. No way. Sleep paralysis does not, you don't see the same.
0: I'm not, I mean, I'm not sure, I, uh, technically speaking, but I just know that it was absolutely terrifying, and, and I haven't experienced it. I was since gonna, then, yeah, that's exactly so that what I was going to ask. Yeah.
4: Have, so you've only, it's like literally the one and only the, time That it's yeah, happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you the, talk
4: to her about it afterwards? I
0: did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. and she was and she was like you know adamant about like they're not like harmful, but they've followed me from every apartment since that first one.
3: Holy crap, that's nuts. Yeah, and how like okay, now we have to call her.
0: No, no, we <laughs> he's don't. like no, Miss no, Reese, Reese
3: Witherspoon, <laughs> isn't
4: it?
0: No, 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 no. Uma Thurman. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not.
4: Could it be though, like they had like a a thing for her, or like some sort of
0: something? Or maybe they they were a couple or something, and they like long for uh you know they're looking they're, for that like threesome.
4: They want <laughs>
0: three, go there it is, oh foursome, yeah foursome. Then
4: they were checking you out to see if you would fit into that into that Who crowd. Who knows?
0: Who knows?
3: So, David, thank you so much. That's a great story. That was a though. really great I really story.
0: But I, I'm glad you enjoyed them. And uh, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. What oh, a beautiful, beautiful day.
3: And yeah. anytime you come back to town and you want to tell us more stories or just going to hang out Or with just us. hang out, yeah. Yeah, to. then definitely give us a call. We'll get together. It. We'll do this again. That yeah. sounds great.
0: Awesome. Thank you. So,
3: I've got my friend Tracy on the phone. She's actually our interior designer. She has this great company called 1111 <laughs> Design. Plug, plug. But Tracy is um, one of... Like, she's a ghosty chick like I us. I love it. So, Tracy... This is Rebecca Black. I don't know if you guys have ever met before. Hi
1: Tracy. Yes, oh,
4: okay,
3: Okay, good. So um, Rebecca does (laughs) not remember. Did not know that. Well, what's your last name?
1: We saw it together.
3: Oh yes, we have met. I totally forgot
1: about (laughs) that. Did
4: I? Okay, so thank you for the reminder. And you know, the next it is coming up. I know.
1: so oh, let's all go see it again together. Okay, totally. Yeah, let's do it. We okay. need to get the band back together for that. Absolutely.
3: Okay, so Tracy has a story, and you were trying to give me, like, highlights and details, and I didn't read any of it because I wanted to be surprised. So tell us your story.
1: Okay. So I have I have a few, but I think probably one of the coolest ones, at least to me, has to do with my grandfather, Roger Plummer, who I was very close to. And when he passed away, I mean, there, he, was, he and my grandmother were kind of very eclectic and lived all over the world and had a really cool house with a lot of cool stuff. And oddly, they lived in Sulphur Springs, Texas, which is pretty funny. And uh, when he passed away, I went and would go visit my grandmother quite a lot and helped her kind of pack up the house. So anyway, I went over there several times. And what was interesting was the first time that something happened was I had arrived there and they had built this guest house in their backyard. As soon as you got there, you said hello and then you go take your bags back to the guest house and it was pretty tight. It had twin beds and and then a big long dresser that faced the beds and it's an important point because there wasn't a lot of space there. So I walked past the dresser, set my stuff down and then went back to the car to get whatever I had next and when I came back, the bottom drawers of the dresser were open. And there's no way they could have been open before because you couldn't walk past it. No one was out there. And inside these two drawers were all of these pictures of my grandparents that were super cool that I had never seen before. And it was, there was like pictures of them, like in a receiving line meeting some Middle Eastern prince or something <laughs> and like oh. all these really glamorous things. Wow. And there were some where he was dressed up like Sherlock Holmes, which she would never seen before. Uh, when it happened, it was kind of calming because I was kind of like, okay, he wants me to see these pictures. It was kind of just very matter of fact and very cool. So later, I think it was the next morning I was having breakfast with my grandmother. It was just the two of us were in the kitchen and they had this they had the very first alarm system you could get on a house and they were funny they had like bars on the window it was a total overkill but anyway <laughs> so they they had like for sulfur springs yeah. yeah yeah and my grandfather um was an alcoholic definitely he was he was a ceo for a long time and it was cocktails at 5 every single day wait is that wrong um, i was like
4: that's not alcoholic
1: that's just good <laughs> well, time charlie i mean it's fair I mean, I you know. No, I'm kidding. Really, I'm kidding. I hadn't really paralleled it to my current life, but that's fair. <laughs> um, and while that was something that we carefully talked about, we'd never really talked about it. And I was sitting there, and I was thinking, I wonder if she had a problem with that, with him drinking. Literally, like that came into my head, and two seconds later, my grandmother, who's very, very like kind of formal and awesome and beautiful, and she's like, you know, your grandfather always said that if his Doctor just said to him that drinking was going to kill him, he would stop. But nobody ever said that. Kind of this, like, intense statement out of nowhere. I mean, before that, we've been talking about whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, right, we're sitting right next to the door that goes into the garage. And this is an important point because it was the morning morning and the alarm had not been turned off. Okay. So there's like the red lights on, whatever. Mm -hmm. So she says this statement, and then all of a sudden the door to the garage just opens.
3: Oh, my God. And does not
1: set the alarm off or anything, and she just matter-of-factly gets out of her chair to go shut the door, and she said, well, I guess he doesn't want us to talk about that anymore. (laughs) She shut the door.
3: Oh my God! Crazy. Wait, can I just ask you one quick question? Are are these the grandparents that you share with Steve Martin? Because Steve Martin is Tracy's cousin.
1: Like Steve Martin? No, that's the other side of the family. That's my mom's side. The other side. That's my dad's side. My dad and Steve are first cousins. Like that Steve well? Martin,
3: like the
4: SNL Steve, Steve Martin, Martin, like yeah. Wild and
1: Crazy Guy yeah. Steve
3: Martin. Yeah, like King Tut. That, oh, <laughs> my gosh. But t- totally
1: different yeah. grandparents. Okay, so keep going. Yeah, totally different side of the family. So one of the things that I got from them was they had two really cool German radios, like Grundig radios, and I have both of them in my house now. And one of them was like a tabletop one. It's like a kind of gray plastic, really cool looking. So... When I moved into our first house, I was married at the time and this radio would just stay in the living room and it would turn on all the time. And it was really funny and it would just kind of turn on and I didn't think about it. And I I would always say, you know, oh, that's, granddaddy talking to me and then my you know Derek my, my ex-husband would be like yeah okay whatever you know like you thought it was crazy
4: I think it's funny that you so, think it was funny like in no way did that freak you out you're like oh haha no just and, automatically and I gotta turns tell on. you
1: I've had ghost situations that are not fun and not friendly. And I think that when you, you just know. I mean, you know when it's creepy and you know when it's not creepy. And it's just like it. everything that happened with granddaddy was just very calming. So anyway, so we had this thing in the, in the living room and it would just do that every so often whatever. So I'm on a business trip. This is absolutely hysterical. I'm on a business trip and Derek calls me and he's like freaking out. <laughs> he calls and he's like, this damn radio, your creepy grandpa ghost radio. <laughs> or whatever he calls it. It was hilarious because it will not turn off. And I said, okay, we'll turn it over and take the batteries out. And he's like, okay. And then all of a sudden, and this is exactly what he sounded like. It was hysterical. He goes, There's no batteries, (laughs) and he starts freaking out, and he goes, "I'm putting this in the garage." I'm like, "Yeah, put in the garage, okay." He's just—he's really trying to talk to us. It was hysterical, and then it continued to happen. And then a couple years after that, my grandmother passed away, and when my grandmother passed away, it stopped. It never did it again. Oh, because
3: they were like, "I know, right?" Yeah, yeah. He had somebody to like keep him company. Yeah. Oh, Tracy, that is an. Awesome story. Do you still have the radio? Oh yeah, it's in my living room. I like I that do. you brought it I'll back. I'll send you a picture in. of it. Yeah. No. Aww, will you send us a yes, picture please. of it so we can post it on Facebook? Absolutely. Oh my Absolutely. God. Absolutely. You have to. And we don't yeah. have time today, but can we call you back some other time to
1: hear your For not sure. not okay yeah, ghost I've stories? <laughs> I've, I got a couple other ones that are good. Awesome. awesome to see you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tracy. That was awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
3: <laughs> and we have Gloria Freaking Conference. I no, <laughs> a DFW news legend. An icon. Thank you so much for coming on with us. I can't tell you how excited we are to talk to you.
2: Well, I don't know how excited your listeners will be after they hear my story, but I'm happy to. Be on with you, Julie.
3: Okay, well, thank you. And just, why don't you just tell us your story? You have been kind of downplaying this, but I I think this story is really cool, and Rebecca hasn't heard it yet. So please go ahead and tell us your story.
2: Well, as I told uh, some of your followers and mine, it is not a scary ghost story. It is a sweet story. Uh, I lost a friend of mine about 10 years ago to lung cancer, and uh, she died one day before her birthday. Oh, I went to the hospital to see her. You know, they called us all and said, if you want to say goodbye, come. Mm -hmm. And I went. And since it was so close to her birthday, I took her a dozen roses. Uh, She was pretty much comatose. But I swear to God, she woke up and she acknowledged me and gave me a little smile. So I know that she knew. I feel that she knew that I was there Observing her birthday, even though she was on her deathbed. Uh, since my birthday is also in August, very close to hers, uh, we would often celebrate and exchange gifts together. And she gave me these earrings and matching necklace one year that I still have, by the way. But for the longest time, I only had one earring. I could not find one of the earrings, right? So one day I'm in my closet sitting on the floor of my closet, digging through the bottom drawer or something, went out of the blue. That earring just fell on my hip. What? And yes, it came out of nowhere. And it's not like I was rocking it because this is a built-in chest of drawers in my closet. I was on the floor. So I wasn't shaking things up because there was nothing to shake up. And it just fell. It fell out of the blue. And I just it's her it was, it her. was her let me it ask from her and I just I, I downplay it because you know I know a lot of people don't believe but if you're a Christian you believe in you know life everlasting right and right. I do believe that uh we are as walking souls on this earth that those souls have to go somewhere and uh, that they're still, maybe still around us, and I think a lot of folks have intuition and have experiences that maybe they're not attuned to, or paying attention to, mm-hmm. uh, or in denial. But it was a wonderful, shocking, happy thing that happened to me—not not sad or scary at all. It was life affirming.
3: Let me ask you: Did you say thank you out loud, just yeah. in case?
2: You know, I don't remember. Uh, I I don't think so, but I remember saying her name and and Mm. saying, yeah, it's you, isn't it? Like you just
5: acknowledged her. And
2: and I don't downplay or poo-poo people's beliefs, and I hope that they won't make fun of me here, but I truly believe that she was sending me a signal that she was all right. And maybe it was her little thank you for the roses, Mm -hmm. because... I was the only one that really kind of recognized her birthday oh. there in the middle of all that doom and gloom and everybody being sad. And, you know, I just acted like I would at any other her birthday. I brought her a gift. And right. I think she was acknowledging that.
3: I think that's wonderful. I love that I know, story. That is the sweetest thing. I know. And we've actually gotten lots of kind of sweet ghost stories yeah. like that. In fact, far more stories like these that we have of the scary, creepy ones. Right. My mother-in-law has just... Joked after her husband passed away, mm-hmm. anytime she would conk her head on something, she would blame him. <laughs> like, you know, like when, when she would open the cupboard yeah. and then lean down to pick something up, and then the cupboard would be positioned perfectly to crack her on the head. She's like, Don. Giving
2: her a noogie? Yes. yes.
3: I, mean, I know. But I so prefer it when they just, you know, help you find something yeah. that you're looking for instead of cracking you over the head with something.
2: Anyway, uh, that's my little story, such as it is.
3: Ladies. Well, Gloria, thank you so much for coming. On with us. You didn't have to do this. And, no. and for the record, like follow Gloria Compost on Twitter. Yes. Because one of the great things you you are still, even though you're retired, you're still reaching out to people. You're still helping and involved. You weren't doing what you did for the spotlight. You did mm-hmm. it because you care and because you're a good person. Right. So thank you so oh, thank much. You. And the next time somebody um, helps you find a piece of jewelry, you have to call and let yeah. us know about it. Okay. All <laughs> okay. I'll let you know. <laughs> All
2: right. Thank you. Thanks,
3: Gloria. Bye. Bye. That was Gloria freaking compost on Haunted AF on our podcast. Okay guys hate to harp on you but we need
4: your emails. We need voice memos. We'd love to call you interview you about your ghost story or UFO story or even if you have a Bigfoot because you know we've been down that road before. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um, Please email us hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you tune in next time because uh, actually Rebecca has a really great UFO story (laughs) that she's going to tell us is kind of mind blowing. Yeah
4: and I have two people that could vouch for it too by the way. Yeah so
3: in the meantime if you have a UFO Story as well. Make sure you send that to us. But Absolutely. We're also going to check back in with my niece out of Macon, Georgia. <gasps> yes. Yes. Some update on that. There front. is some really creepy update on that one. And next week we also have
4: an amazing ghost story to talk about. And I'm just going to tease it here. Sexy time ghost. The sexy time. The ghost? sexy time ghost. That's what he should be named, I think, because he likes to interrupt during <laughs> <laughs> during when you're getting down, you know. But not not like the Ghostbusters thing. No, you know, no, no. Or they're like no, taking it, off your pants. Let me. Let me rephrase that. This ghost is not involved in the sexy time. It just likes to watch It just
3: <laughs> wait. Which is worse? Though? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's they're all... both bad. That's <laughs> all coming up on the next haunted AF.
4: All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like when I said, Twitter? Twitter?
3: Twitter. <laughs> Thanks to our board, op, Ziggy Becker, and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support.
4: And, of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt
2: you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you, too, Rebecca. Ah!